Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Intelligent. Controversial. Groundbreaking. The great liberators are coming. Hosts. Amiri Brown and Kenya White take on all topics intrinsic to the black experience. No topic is too cold or too hot. Now, here are the great liberators, Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Hello, and welcome to The Great Liberators. I'm Kenya White. Today we have a sort of impromptu show. It's going to be on the subject of submission. And let's get my co-host in here. Amiri, are you there? Okay, well, maybe Amiri's not here, but... He wanted to do a show on submission because we have been online and seeing a lot of talk about this back and forth on posts and comment threads, and I think that people are really not not clear on what submission truly is, so we're going to get down to it today. Let's see if we can get Amiri in here. Amiri, are you there? Uh, he's having problems with his audio. Let's see. No audio. Okay, well, well, anyway, we're going to talk about submission. So, let's see. What submission is versus what people think submission is. I honestly think that people think submission is having total control and domination over... Yeah, can you? Oh, there you are. Yeah, Hello? you can hear me? Yes, I can finally hear you. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my, you know, oh, I don't know what's going on with my microphone, man. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's 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 crazy like that. I guess I'm just going to have to, you know, get me a new one. So, um, what we got on the docket for tonight? What's the, what's the show about? Submission. Okay. All right, submission. Yeah, that's a um that's a hot topic. And you know, we we've been debating it um you know, debating it all day. <laughs> right. Because actually what what got me what got me posting about it on Facebook was I was watching um the panel that uh Cynthia G did on um on Angel's uh, YouTube platform a couple of days ago, and I believe it was her, Zaza Lee, 
Um, I think another another uh, sister named It was named some Nicole. guy named Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. Voice um, watching. Yeah. And, and Akua, and, somebody. <laughs> right, but yeah, but Sonetta messed around and said he mentioned something about um, submission and being the head and stuff like that. And that really, that really lit a fire under the sisters. Um, um, that really lit a, lit a fire under under the sisters and mm-hmm. under um, especially Zaza, you know Zaza Lee. And so I mm-hmm. wanted to I wanted to you know just touch on that and, and and really deal with it and break it down because I think what has happened within the course of um, life within this Anglo-American context and within this power struggle that exists between black men and black women, this, this power struggle or what we know as the gender war is not, it's not something new. It, it's, it, it's something that has been going on since, since emancipation, since the slaves were emancipated off of the plantation. And mm-hmm. I think what has happened within the course of this power struggle is that uh, sub, sub, subjection and subordination have been presented to women um, as submission, but there there is a distinct difference between those three things: subordination, subjection, and submission are not they are not they are not the same. They are similar, but they are they are not the same. They they are different. They have different meanings, different connotations, and different ap- Different applications. Matter of fact, we actually have Cynthia G because I, because I um I told her about it. I mentioned it to her, and I said, you know what, we'll do a show on it. You ought to come on and and, and get some of your get some of your thoughts on the topic because she was live on the panel. So let me bring her in. Yeah, yeah, Cynthia. Hey, I'm here. Hey, how you Are doing? You I'm good. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Uh, thank, this is uh, a this is an interesting topic. On. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a hot topic all day, and I think some of the sisters are going to be surprised with my position. But also, there there's a fine line um, between between these three concepts. Like when we talk about subjection, when we talk about subordination, and when we talk about submission. And I mm-hmm. think what gets lost within the conversation, especially within the, the, the black male and female relationship dynamic, is what what is submission and what does it look like? Because and, and don't get me wrong, like I, I totally understand why there is this visceral reaction from sisters when brothers bring up submission. Because as I as I just stated, a lot of times subordination and subjection are presented to sisters as submission. You see what I'm saying? But right. Those are those are they are they are not the same submission, and 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 you know what? I, because a lot of people, I think a lot of people, they equate submission as or they see submission as a requisite of dominance, but it's not. Submission is actually a requisite of equality and parity, because because submission uh, is a voluntary act. Now, when we start talking about sub- subjection, subjection is, use, is using force to, to, to make someone submit. I'm going to use submit for the lack of a better term. Sub- subordination is, um, 
is is the way the this the society and this and this and the structure uh the society structure is 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 organized you see what i'm saying or it or it's ordained you see what i'm saying these are these yeah. these terms are similar but they are they are different and the fact of the matter is is that submission is has nothing it has nothing to do with with men and women to be honest with you because submission is the basis of all human interaction matter of fact you cannot have a society if there is no submission yeah. because in order for the in order for the society to exist and function the mores and the values that give that give the society its relevance must be adhered to by the members of that society. So we submit to the mores and the values of the society in order for the, in order for the society to function. So you can't you can't have a society without submission. And so like if we go and we look at other animal species or other land mam- other land mammal species because most mammals are social beings just like human beings you see that you see these same types of dynamics play out because you you even you even see you know lions and lionesses submit you see what i'm saying to the, to to the way the pride might be might be structured or or whatever they got going on submission is actually a is actually a a normative social behavior mm-hmm. matter of fact you are born in this world submitting you submit to your mother, you submit to your father, you submit to your grandparents, you submit to authority figures because that word is important, authority. Because I also think what happens is is that we conflate and confuse authority with force. Those two are not synonymous. Because now I'm bring I'm going to bring it to the interpersonal relationship dynamic with with men and women. Um when we start talking about um Authority. We're talking about moral authority. Moral authority, meaning that you you're so into this, you're so into this guy, and this guy is so into you that they have a certain level of authority with you. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so like like check this out, Cynthia. I can't I can't call you at four in the morning. You see what I'm saying? And ask you what you're doing. Right. I don't have that authority. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But a guy you're dealing with on that level, that you're feeling on that level, can call you anytime and ask you what you're doing, and it's fine. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, the thing so is, we, I think these guys don't really want submission. They they want subordination, which is what you that's were what saying. That's what they want. That's why, right. And, and that's <laughs> what I always hear you say. They want what, what, they, what they're really trying to do with a lot of things they push is, is social subordination. And that's something else I want to get into mm-hmm. too when we start talking about gender equality and, and gender equity because they'll try and make it like those two those two concepts are, are foreign and are distinctly different when they are not. You matter of fact, you need equality gender equality and gender equity. Because you know what? Like I don't know, maybe maybe you've seen this uh this this meme this meme before on the internet, uh, Cynthia. Maybe you've seen it too, Kenya. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, they have a black guy holding a woman, and they'll be like, he, she wasn't created. They weren't created to be equals. They were created to have balance or something like that. Have y'all seen mm-hmm. that meme before? Yeah, and, I've and, seen and, something and, similar to it. Right, and that 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 is an oxy that is that is oxymoronic because you can't have balance without equality. <laughs> right, that, I was going to say, how do you what, have equal but it's unbalanced? <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what ba- that's what balance is. Balance is a 
result of equality. And and it's and like and like and, and like I even had this conversation with you know I had to break it down with guys because they act like like sisters did something wrong when they said they wanted to have gen, when they wanted to have gender equality because you know I I even made a I even made a post like that today when I talked about how that um a lot of these guys idea of um of submission is where they have this mindless emotionless sex fun bag that only exists to to serve his, his needs. You see what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. as if the woman doesn't doesn't share the same human capacity, human capabilities and uh human human relevance and value that the man has. They're, the men and women are equal. They are equal. And so and so like and so what they'll do a lot of times is they'll want to break it down to the you know they'll want to start talking about the sexual dimorphism where the male is bigger and stronger and faster than the female and 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 and, and that somehow that means he he he's more dominant than her. No, that's not what that means. The reason why we as males we are imbued with that with the sexual di- uh, dimorphic principle, where we're bigger, stronger, and faster, is because our mandate is to serve. That's why you're bigger, stronger, and faster. And see, this is how come a lot of times, like when they talk about, like when we talk about the the, the atrocities of Jim Crow or slavery, they'll start mm-hmm. drawing an equivalency, uh, an equivalency to the woman. Well, it was hard on us, and I'm that's why I be telling them, it's supposed to be hard on you. You know what I'm saying? You can take it. So you should want it to be hard but on you. But how was it harder on them, though? I, I don't understand how Jim Crow would have been harder on them, because just like they were getting lynched, black women were getting lynched. Right. Um, in Jim right. Crow, they weren't really getting raped, but black women were by both people. So I don't see how Jim Crow would have been easy, would, would have been harder on them. I, they would need to explain right. that one to me. Right. Well, you know, that's, 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 that's a part of that victim stance that, you know, that brothers have, you know, where they want to see, because when when you're a consummate a consummate victim that that allows you a certain level of cover and non accountability for the stuff that you do. See you, you always have this crutch. Let me you know what I forgot that not to call the number. The call in number for tonight is six four six five six four nine eight five eight. If you have a question or a comment or want to add to the discussion Press one and that'll bring you in the queue, and, and we'll let you say what you have to say. But yeah, that's why they, you know, that's that's why they 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 say that with um, you know, with Jim Crow and everything, because that victim stance it insulates you and gives you a certain amount and gives you a certain amount of cover. And and I was just having a discussion, uh, Kenya, with with Nicole Shaw. Um, mm-hmm. she, I think she called up she called up a couple of shows ago, and she was talking about the the divest movement that sisters have mm-hmm. going on. And I was and I was telling her that we have to understand that. For a long time within this country, black women married black men as as rehab projects. Like we gotta mm-hmm. understand that because because the black the black men were so dominated and, and subjugated, and he, and this is something that Martin Luther King mentions in his book from you know Chaos or Community, and it, and, it, and and that's why I keep saying we call it a matriarchy, but it's not really a matriarchy. Dr. Francis Cross Wilson addressed that in the ISIS papers. It's a, it's mm-hmm. an imbalance. And the reason why there's an imbalance is because the black male is dominated by another male group. And so because of that, that puts immense pressure on the woman. Right. You see what I'm saying? So with that so within within our socialization, we have mystified this concept of the black superwoman. 
that exists mm-hmm. to rehab and rehabilitate the broken black male. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I said, I said, um, you know, like will with within our cultural ethos, there is this level of grooming that takes place with sisters, where where mm-hmm. we'll automatically start uh, grooming them and imbuing within them this sense to 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 tolerate underachievement from their black male counterpart and to somehow birth him into this this mode of greatness or manhood. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always say that a lot of these brothers are coddled. Like, see, because all these things, are, I, in, in my opinion, all these things are interrelated and um, and it, and interconnected. We actually have a caller. Caller 813, I'm going to bring you on. Um, I'm going to bring you on in just a second. Yeah, but I thought that that exchange between Zaza Lee and Sadnetta was, <laughs> not only was it entertaining, but it was interesting because I think, that the, the hang-up was a semantic hang-up. And, that, and that's something, and, mm-hmm. and like, I, I, when, I made, when I was making my post on Facebook, I was intentionally, <laughs> you know, using the word submission because I think that there is a psychological hurdle there for a lot of sisters, and you can't really blame them. Because, because what's also implicit within this idea of submission, which what they really want is subordination, is the pimp worship. The pimp worship mm-hmm. culture that is prevalent mm-hmm. and that is... And that is a part, you know, it's ingrained in our psychology as black men. And and, and that's also something, too, we were talking about Kenya, uh, I think that was the day before yesterday, Sunday with this polygyny thing, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, where the man, he got he got four or five women working and they bringing all the money in and he, you know, he, and he calling the shots. And, and something else, too, is that is how we've presented lordship as leadership to sisters. And I remember, right. I distinctly remember on my conversation with Billy Burnley, I had to, I had to let him know that leadership is synonymous with service. Even when we start looking at, and, and this is why I say these things are, you know, they, they are, they are, are intricate because even when we start looking at the way uh, families are built and maintained and constructed, the, etym, the, etym, the etymological root of family is servant. Right. It's servant. You see what I'm saying? It's serving. That's why, and that's and that's why I was saying that submission is the basis for our for the way our society functions, and not and it's, it has nothing to do with with being European or being Western. This is the way it's, this is the way it has always been. Even when you had hunter gather, you know, hunter gather gatherer societies um, mm-hmm. at the at the earliest beginning of human development, that 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 level of of submission was there. And and I think also too what we do as uh, as black men is because we've been economically, socially, and politically castrated from power, we seek to have that power within our relationship and home dynamic. And a lot and a lot of men they have this disposition of being overbearing, domineering, and dominant. And 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 in their mind, that is what they that is what they fundamentally see as being the head of the household. But if mm-hmm. we want to talk about who being the head of the household, household, what that really means is that you are the servant. You are the servant in the household. Mm-hmm. See, because when you take on that mantle as as head of the household, that means that everybody else has a certain level of a, a certain level of autonomy and individualism. You, you know, it, it, the wife can behave can behave uh, as an individual to a certain extent. 
The children can behave as individuals to a certain extent, but as the head, if that's what you say you want, then you're responsible for all of that. You know what I'm saying? So you must be, so you, as that head, you must constantly submit yourself to what is in the best interest of the family. And I don't think brothers approach it like that. Now, and like, you know, me and the sister, I think her name is Zell. You know, we was going mm-hmm. back and forth, and I, and I, and I, I broke it down for it. Like, I understand exactly why sisters have this this am, ambivalence to, you know, to the word submission and to brother and, and to brother saying submit. So she was like, well, if you understand that, why are you telling, why are you, um, um, you know, talk, telling us about submission? And, and I, and I told her, I said, because education is key when we, when we talk about these things, if we really want to talk about rebuilding what's fallen, because if we want to talk about rebuilding what's fallen, which is, which is first the family, and then the community, and then the and then the nation. Then we have to get back to basics. And and in order to get back to basics, that means understanding these concepts both in their macroscopic and in their microscopic context. Okay, uh, caller eight one three. I'm gonna bring you on right quick. For you. Can you hear me? How are Hello. you? Hello. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm well. It's Nicole. Yeah, me and you were just talking you know, talking on um <laughs> we were just talking on Facebook. Okay, let me let me let me let me I'm gonna ask them the same thing that, that me and you were talking about. Okay, Cynthia, can you a guy, I think his name was Maddox Shabazz, mm-hmm. he said that men don't know how to love. Is that is that an assessment that either one of you would agree with? I don't necessarily know that they don't know how to love. I, I would say if they don't know how to love, it may be a product of them being in a system of white supremacy that manufactures self-hate. And so I think if you have mm-hmm. self-hate, then you wouldn't be able to love anyone that, that looks like you or, um, uh, thank you. you know, that will replicate you. But I, I don't know if I would say they don't have the, the ability to love. I think they do have the ability to love. Oh, now, absolutely. whether they know how to love um, in a way that that is going to allow another person to feel loved. That could be debated, but I think that they do. They, they know how to love. Right. Okay. What about you, Kenya? I think that because boys and girls are reared fundamentally different, that Mm -hmm. boys and girls are given completely different concepts of love, you know, starting from a young child. So I think that, it's not that they don't know how to love. I think that they don't know how to love the way a woman expects to be loved and vice versa. Okay. All right. I'm going to give my, I'm going to give my thoughts on it real. uh, I'm going to be brief. I think that love is both an emotion and it's a characteristic. And that Mm -hmm. is not something that is gender specific. It is something that is a part of the human existence and human experience. I think it is dangerous to to say, especially when we start talking about black men, that they don't know how to love. I, t- trust me, the reason why you got so many bitter scorned dudes out here who done had their hearts broken from sisters, you know what I'm saying, is because the, the nigga was in love, right? You know what I'm saying? But I think what has happened within, and I, and I even told Nicole this on Facebook, it, it, it's all a part of our socialization, especially with what has taken place within the last 30 or 40 years, because the fact of the matter is, is that black masculinity 
has been constructed around a, a man's ability to be indifferent to the black female. This is this is this is what this is how come they come up with terms like simp. Like they'll make you like we believe that it's weak to love a woman, and this has a lot to do with the images that have been conveyed concerning black women because black women have been black women have been portrayed as one thing within our mass media and within and especially within our social media is ramped up. They've been portrayed as as one thing. You know what I'm saying? Which is we know what it is: bitches, hoes, thoughts. Slugs mm-hmm. only only good for one thing. And I mean, mm-hmm. you 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 had a you know like there's this uh, saying you know a colloquialism you know a sucker for love. Well, we'll 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 make a dude feel like a punk if you love a woman. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is a part of our socialization. But as 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 human beings, brothers are capable of loving. They have the ability to love. I think that's I think that dehumanizes them. And it relegates them to the brute caricature, which is something that that had its inception within um, the annals of white supremacist ideology and propaganda. Now, uh, what, what's on what's on your mind, uh, Nicole? Oh, okay. Because uh, yeah, no, I agree, and that's why I posted it, and I didn't say anything because I do believe that men know better. They know how to love. They can. Right. They have the capacity to right. love. They do. And right. I do believe but, that it has a whole lot to do with socialization, which has led um, to pimp culture. Um, right. And so what he was right. actually talking about was a lot of pimp culture and a lot of things that women have actually um, experienced and right. how what we have seen. You know, sometimes I think that, right. oh, gosh, we're in a shitload of trouble. I really do, because it's just like, oh, my gosh, we, we really need to get it together. Uh, we really right. do. Um, and not just because of us. Um, here we are in our 30s and 40s and stuff like that, and we're just going back and forth with the same thing. And, okay, so we know right. it's white supremacy. Okay, so we know it's this. Okay, so now what do we do to move forward and, and make this better? Now, you, mm. you talk about being submissive. And what I find right. very interesting is a lot of men who are not even religious, they're spiritual, whatever, <laughs> and really put down the Bible will still want their women to be submissive. And so I had to break down that word, and I said, the only time in the Bible that God said that anybody needed to submit to anyone in the um, form as, as being under the subjection to someone was when he said for children to submit to their parents. Otherwise, it's right. a submission between a man and a wife that direct and literal translation means adhere to, which means listen to, and that's it. Now, right. when we're talking about gender roles, I don't fit gender roles. Because my mm. father taught me how to fix a car. He taught me how to build a house, for Christ's sake. You know? Right. He taught me how to build a house. I know how to build a house. And so right. I, one of my best friends is a guy. And so when I want me some extra money, hey, you want to um, do some drywall, which is <laughs> I hate doing drywall. <laughs> right. You want to do some of this, you know, then I'll, you know, go ahead and, you know, make me some extra money. But when a man says that he wants a woman because he wants to, you know, have a woman who can cook, who can, I don't have a cooking gene, although I know how to cook. Mm. I'm a southerner. Right. And what southerner right. is a southerner, period, because uh, the men and women <laughs> in my family, uh, we get ugly. <laughs> we get ugly. <laughs> oh, we, we, we get ugly. Oh, you, right. oh, you, oh that's what you're going to do, uncle? Okay, okay, I got stuff for you, but, you know, so what self-respect to that southerner don't know how to cook and put some greens together, okay? And right. so I don't have a cooking gene as a woman, nor do I mm. have 
this genes that says I know how to clean or I know how to decorate and stuff like that. You know, me, right. I, I, I'm an artist, so if I put clothes on together and they happen to match, that shit was on accident, okay? Mm. <laughs> totally on accident. Right. Okay? <laughs> you know, my hair, I comb it because, yeah, that might be a little bit socially acceptable and stuff like that, you know? Right. So, I, you know, I, I am a girly girl, but I'm an odd girl, you know? And mm. so I don't fit these, these social constructs. And so Ooh. within a, a, right. in a relationship, we should have these total agreements ingredients do you love me are you faithful Mm -hmm. are you hardworking? Mm -hmm. can we work together can we do that Mm -hmm. oh we can work Mm -hmm. together okay so um i if you don't know how to rebuild this carburetor or you don't know if it's the transmission the carburetor (laughs) or the battery i can find out if it's the transmission the carburetor or the battery because it could be either of those things and if you can cook can you cook while i'm working on this or can we do this together you know right it's a, right. it, it is a person. It is, it is even beyond the fifty-fifty. Heck, if he's, you know what I'm saying, you know, right. it, it is that mutual respect that we have. We're always trying to break it down to fifty-fifty. We're always trying to break it down to this. We and we've never looked at the fact that do you love me enough? Right. That if I was sick, could you put? And I was married to someone that way. You know, we're friends right. now and partners in my business now. You know, we will start a business together. And when I was sick and I almost died having our last child, I had no help. He couldn't do anything else. I had no right. help. So here I was right. in a very Christian um, church, and a, you know, and I had no help. And I you know, had staples in my stomach trying to figure out how I'm going to take care of these children. And I've always had a home-based business or something. I had to stop that for at least, you know, a while because I couldn't do it anymore. I'm trying to figure out how do I take care of children who were five, four, three, and newborn, and how to do laundry, and how to cook, right. and how to do all of this because he works. And I ended up in the hospital again. Mm, but I was right. a damn dismissive mm. woman. Now what? Now I almost died doing it. Twice. Mm. You know what right. I think is interesting? to rethink some things. Yep. Go ahead, Cynthia. I, I I think you with regard to submission, it's it's interesting because a lot of black men do complain. They'll always say the black woman won't submit, but they never really ask why does she have a hard mm-hmm. time submitting to to him. And then it's like they they kind of have double talk because they'll say, oh, everything needs to be equal. The bills need to be split fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. But submit to me, even though if you break it down, then that means she has more responsibilities than he does. Exactly. That she's supposed to submit to him because we're taking right. care of the children, taking care of him sexually and otherwise, working to pay half the bills, and then we're submitting right. to you too. Right. Right. That doesn't. Right. That that is, when that's I say that, that I almost you know, died, I almost died. Yeah, that's a, that's a part of it. That 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 um. That fifty-fifty thing, and 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 another thing too is a lot of times when they talk about sisters being submissive, they see it as only a um, an ex. They see it as as a feminine thing. They don't understand mm-hmm. that that as the that as the man you submit to. See, so even like when we talk about like when we mention words like teamwork, cooperation, compromise. All those words are in, are encapsulated within the sphere of submission. Those are all forms of submission. They're all forms of submission. You see what I'm saying? And 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 that's why I said 
what's being presented as submission is actually subjection and subordination, where you want to where you want to have dominance over the woman. And see, hey, can you can can you read read the definition for read the definition for submission for me? Okay. The definition for submission is the act or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Right. Now now that that will sound as if it, as if it's it's a forceful act, but notice it you notice it said the word yield. Give me some of the what's some of the synonyms? The synonyms are yielding, capitulation, Acceptance, mm-hmm. consent, mm-hmm. compliance—that's it. Right, right, and see, like that word, that word, consent. So sub- submission is a voluntary act, and that, and that's why an, another thing that I think I think gets lost is because, like, when they even—and this is the problem I have with Shahrazad Ali, because mm-hmm. I, you know, on on that on that video, I think our second show we did, uh, Kenya, we talked about in her book, the Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman, what she talked about. If the black woman challenges superiority of the black man, see she on some other shit. You see what I'm saying? What she what well, she's talking about right there, right? Mm-hmm. That's some straight pick me because number one, you should not be advising black men under any circumstance to engage in domestic violence within their relationship dynamic or within their home. That's just well, it. that's just common sense. Help. You know what I'm saying? That's that's you're opening up a whole other can of worms. But not only that, she's talking about the superiority of the black man. Black women are don't have you don't have you you don't have to submit to no any old nigga. Right. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to you, like you don't have to submit to me, and that's why I keep saying they mad because sisters want gender equality. Why would I want my wife submitted to you, nigga? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like why why would I want that? That's my wife. If she, if well, she but why would you, black women be sub, because when you look at the def, definition of submission, and it's interesting because if you noticed on that panel, when I said that the problem was is that you know black men have been submitting to the system of white supremacy and they've right. been dominated <laughs> by another man, then right. everybody wanted to erupt. But if you look right. at the the definition of submission, if it just means compliance and acceptance and yielding to the authority of another person. Right. Then really they're submitting, so it's like, that, why that, are we submitting what, to a man that's submitting to the other man? Right, mm-hmm. and, and and that's why, and that's why I say like there's this sense where, where you know this sense of entitlement because sisters are black and because we're black, but that's why I say it, it's a it's a female it's a female trait and it's actually an evolutionary trait and a survival instinct for the female to gravitate to the dominant male. Because the dominant male, it gives her a better chance for survival, her and her offspring. Mm-hmm. See, and that's why I said we we don't re- as men we don't really want to get deep with it because as because the male actually serves as an avatar for the woman, and the male is the male is the most expendable part of the family because at a moment's notice you might have to lay your life down to protect the family. So the family has to keep going. You see what I'm saying? That's why I keep saying they talking about, oh, I want to be, with, I want to be the head. They don't even really understand what it requires and and and, and what we're really talking about. 
You see what I'm saying? But if you don't want to take um, responsibility or accountability, then how do you want to be the head? Because if anybody who claims right. to be the head once things crumble, they're going to be looking at the head to see what went wrong and, and exactly. you know, where the it, head went wrong, but they don't want to do that. No, exactly. I, I agree. That, that's why, that's like I, I told, um, I think that was Burning Bush and, uh, and Jonathan, and he talking about, well, the, he, you know, he, he trying to draw some equivalency between him being dominated as a male and the female being that. No, it don't work like that. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't work like that because, the the pre- prevailing dynamic over the last few thousand years has been patriarchy, and, and and because of that, what that means is that male groups have risen up and have oppressed other male groups. You see what I'm saying? And and so when that happens and when that takes place, the the it reflects itself within the women and the children because if the male is dominated and subjugated, then by default the women and children are going to be dominated and subjugated. And this is how I come I always tell brothers, how are you gonna be mad at sisters for 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 falling to the pitfalls and traps of, of a of a white supremacist system and you falling for them as they as the man. You see what I'm saying? Well, and not only that, but a, a lot of these black men, specifically the ones who date interracial, they're not only submitting to, to white men, but they're also submitting to white women. So that makes it worse mm. because we've seen right. a number of different scenarios like that, that there was a situation in, in Spain. Um, and, we've, and we've seen it all over here all the time where you have these white women in these interracial relationships with black men and you know, they'll mm-hmm. try to out the woman as racist and she's threatening to slap them and doing all these things. So it's like you're submitting to a woman, a white woman, right. and you're submitting to a white man, but then you want to come over here and complain that this black woman isn't submitting to you, but we're looking at you being dominated by everyone else. So that, that, that right. doesn't make it, – it's just not logical. Right. I, 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 like when you said that – and and uh, like I know it made and and that's a soft spot for brother and I tell I tell him that as a male group we are dominated by another male group and that is the epicenter for all the problems that we have as a people and until we deal with that as men these these types of dynamics are going to continue to play themselves out and because you know something else too um, the Black Power Movement had a concerted effort where they portrayed the strong, independent black woman as subversive to the family unit. And the reason why is because a lot of brothers don't have, they, they, they can't stand and function unless there's a sister there helping them. You see what I'm saying? That's, that goes back to this, to this, to this dusty polygyny thing that they're trying to push. And what and, and see what that what that indicates is that there we we socialize sisters to think as a collective, while we as men operate as individual agents doing whatsoever we will. You see what I'm saying? Because if a woman that want, decides that she doesn't she doesn't want to be uh, want to have a family and want to be a wife and want to play, she why why how come she can't do that? How is that how is that subversive to you? And that, I I, think, I said that the other day. They they see that woman becomes competition because you're dependent upon the same system that she's dependent upon, but you're a man. That's why. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you have no problem with her operating and being dependent on the system and working and everything like that, so long as you can dominate and control her because it's helping you. 
You see what I'm saying? There's a book. I have this book, uh, Cynthia. It's called Out of Wedlock. Um, no, wait, wait. It's called I can't remember the name of it. It's it's called it's called Right Out of Slavery into Wedlock, and it's a book by I think the author's name is um, Tira Hunter. And I was reading it and do and and I like I already knew this, so what I read just confirmed it. But post emancipation, when when uh, black men and black women, you know, were emancipated and they started and they started getting married, white men would impress upon black men the need for them to control their women. They would they 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 would impress that point, and that's how come I said like. They always want to talk about where white the sisters align themselves with, with the white women, and they, and that's informing how they how they in, engage and, and interact with black men, acting as if the white man didn't do that to you first. You see what I'm saying? Because you because as a male collective, we should have known that that type of that dynamic wasn't going to work for us because we don't have the power the white man have. So that's not going to work. You see what I'm saying? And it's something I talked about too when I talked about how that. The basis for domestic violence laws within this country is because a black male emancipated slave tried to participate in the common law practice of corporal punishment of wives. And so because that was something that was relegated for, you know, for, for the dominant male and, and, and black males were, were now emancipated, they, they did away with the practice to 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 reinforce the idea that black men didn't have the patriarchal power within a uh, within American society. And that's something we don't talk about, but we just act mm-hmm. like sisters just went to you know just went to feminism. We got another caller, caller seven one six. I'm a, um I'm bringing you on right quick. Yeah, caller seven one six. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, Sam. Hey, Mary. Hey, Kenya. Hey. Um, it's so funny that you guys are having this conversation because um, I don't know if any of you have ever listened to or heard of Dr. Amos Wilson, but he's one of my favorite ancestors, Mm -hmm. him and Dr. Mm -hmm. Chris Wilson. Mm -hmm. And a lot of his lectures are on YouTube. So while I'm Mm -hmm. working throughout the day, I'll just listen to his lectures. They're like two, three hours today. Mm -hmm. I happened upon a lecture that he did, obviously in the 90s, and it was uh, Black Men in the Diaspora. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it talked about um, the function and the nature of Black manhood and Black masculinity. And a lot of what he was saying um, relates to this idea of, like you said, Mary, of leadership as being service. Mm-hmm. And that black men need to be trained up in this. It's not. It's not necessarily something that's innate, but you have. We have to start training our boys and our men to really right. sacrifice themselves. Because at any time, you have to be willing to give yourself up for the family. That's just what your function exactly. is and what your and what your role is in the society. Right. And he talked. But, they, but, and he, but let me inter- interrupt you real briefly. But we're so disconnected from that that we're whining and complain about child support. When, but you was happy when you was in the bed making it. You see what I'm saying? Making that child. As if your as if your needs uh overrun what's what 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 is what the child needs. You see what I'm saying? That's why I say, man, we so disconnected. I'm sorry, go ahead and finish saying what you were saying. 
But yeah, that the, don't the child support thing is a whole different can of worms, right? So to speak, right? But he really was harping on this idea of like, you know, the definition of manhood is being productive. Like you can't be a consumer and think that you're a man. Like you have to produce something. You have to provide something. Mm. So he was saying mm. like this whole idea of training our men and training our boys and being able to be producers, how to hunt and how to gather and how this whole idea of being able to provide for not just the family, but like the whole community and right. the whole village. So right. a lot of manhood is duty. You do what needs to be done, not because right. you want to do it or not because it's, you know, something that's going to be beneficial to you personally. It's this idea of self-sacrifice. You have to give up an identity of self to identify with the race and identify with your community and identify with the mm-hmm. village. And I feel like that's a lot of what we're missing is that we have these very impulsive men and these very impulsive behaviors and these very individualized mm-hmm. ideas about what uh, masculinity and what manhood is. And it's, it's not any right. of that. Being a man means being a warrior and being a leader for your people, not right. doing what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, who you want to do it with. You have to mm-hmm. be willing to say, this isn't about me. Right. I'm doing this for the betterment of the race, for the continuance of the race, because Without our men, it's no race. <laughs> Without the black mm-hmm. men, it's the black right. race is done and gone. So we have to get right. our men on this wavelength of okay, you need to our especially our boys. I'm training my I'm training my son. He's still in utero. I'm training him up. Right. You are a warrior for the people. Right. It's not about you. You need to be right. fighting for the community, for the village, for the ancestors, and for everybody right. else you see around you, even if they don't see the even if they don't see the value in that, and even if you at times don't really understand the value in that, but that's what your role is. Right. And you know what, and you know what, something I I was thinking about guys and I, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm late on it. Maybe y'all been picked up one now, but I'm going to say this. I was thinking about black Panther, right? And do we realize that Killmonger was a representation of the black male raised up without a father. Do we realize that? I do, because well, I did a I did a review on Black Panther. Right. So. I, I, you know, I, I was just thinking about it, and I was like, man, that's deep, man. How they put that? How they put that that in there? And you know what it speaks to? And, and I, I made a post about this the other day. We have to realize that you have entire house households where there are there there are three or more generations of deadbeat fathers. The dad the granddaddy was a deadbeat, the daddy a deadbeat, and the son a deadbeat. You know what I'm saying? Like I know families like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's how this is how come I said My family is an example of, of that what? actually. My my yeah, family right. is actually an example of that because my mom said her dad was too busy out whoring around. Um, my dad mm-hmm. was too busy on drugs, and now my brothers are not really um, trying to take care of, of their children either. They're li- leaving them with the white w- women to mostly raise. And even if they are in the house, they're in the house more as a tyrant, but they're not really right. in the house instilling values and teaching them how to how to be men. 
Right. Exactly. And that's some and that is and that's how come I always like and, and that's how come I stay on the ass about it. Because that is the issue. That is the thou the thousand pound gorilla in the room that nobody wants to address. And I think as I think as black men, we tend to want to take for take for that behavior and, and want to reassign mm-hmm. the accountability to the to, to the women. No, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that, man, because that's not that that isn't the problem. The problem is that for the last 30 or 40 years, we've had communities and, and households totally devoid of, 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 uh, of black men and black male leadership. And everything that we see in, in this present time is a reverberation and a reflection of that, period. Period. That, that is what needs to, be, uh, needs to be discussed and needs to be talked about. Because as, as, I, as, I, as I've said, too, is the building of black men is vital, but not within the context in which a lot of these scholars have presented it, not with, with, with you being coddled into greatness. See, because something, and this is how I, talk, I always talk about the psychologically demand black male, because within, within, this, within this current paradigm, we've been devoid of male rites of passage. And, and mm-hmm. also for the sisters, but especially for the males, because the purpose of the of the rites of passage was to instill within the boy psychological, mental, and spiritual fortitude. And because we don't, and, and because we don't have that, we've tended to use the black female body to gain that sense of masculinity and relevance. You see what I'm saying? So there's this entire vacuum of a yep. manning process that is affecting the entire uh, dynamic within black America, and nobody wants to talk about it. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Nobody wants um, to talk about it. He talks about that. He talks about that in the video, too, about um, how mm-hmm. basically in the system of white supremacy that black men engage in these very destructive behaviors that it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of too – it's kind of two ends on the spectrum. Like you, you end up feminized or you end up mm-hmm. like, I hate to use this term, but toxic, toxic masculinity to the community. Like right. you end up being this just overbearing, tyrannical man, a man about town who's basically a womanizer. The br- it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the brute caricature. It's the brute, it's the brute caricature. The brute character. That's what that's what they end up playing out. And that's how come like I tell them, like when they say things like, Well, she gotta keep her legs closed instead of taking responsibility as a as a as a grown ass man, you're actually mm-hmm. validating the brute caricature. Because that is a part mm-hmm. of the brute caricature. That you are that you so so sexually driven, you lack any type of continence when it comes to when it comes to the way you behave sexually. And that's not anybody mm-hmm. that anyone should be submitting to at all. Like, because right. it would be dangerous to submit. It's right. like, even if you think about it, if you know how dangerous it would be for us to submit, let's say to black men in general right now, because what are, right. what are they, submit to what? Not, right. so we're submitting to them submitting to white supremacy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. I get it. Like, I, I know, I, I, I get it. But also, though, uh, Cynthia, because I, I do have to be um, fair in the assessment, and I totally get where you're coming from, and I I understand it. Like I, that is something that needs to be dealt with as a male collective. But I don't think 
it is healthy for the formation of strong strong families and strong relationships, especially between black men and black women, if we want to, if we conflate interpersonal dynamics with the larger societal dynamics. Because when we start talking about black men as a collective and as a group, we're talking about a social dynamic where they are socially subjugated and subordinated. I get that. I understand that. But when you deal with a brother on an interpersonal uh, level, now the metrics have changed because it should be something about this brother that is so unique and so special amongst, amongst the black collective that, that endears you to him and endears him to you. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's where the mode of submission, the, of submission comes back. You see what I'm saying? I think too many times sisters use our subjugated state as a male collective to gain an upper, upper hand within the interpersonal dynamic. And I don't think that's fair to the I don't think that's fair to brothers. And when brothers do it, I don't think it's fair to sisters. So, for example, my wife wear weave. Now, keep in mind, I like weave. You know what I'm saying? I like it. <laughs> but if I didn't, it would it wouldn't be fair for me to um, berate her and 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 make her feel less than because as as a black female group, they are not seen as the beauty of standards. Or the standard mm-hmm. of beauty. You see what I'm saying? I think we have to, and that's why I said too. I think I said in a couple of videos ago that as a people we fail to we fail to compartmentalize. So we have, and, and, but but because of the complexity of our situation, we have to compartmentalize to a certain degree. Because if we don't compartmentalize and if we judge each other within these macroscopic metrics, then we'll categorically dismiss each other. And that's why I said too, how can we have black love? How can we have a black black family? How can we have a black strong collective or any type of revolution when both sides have already categorically dismissed the other out of hand because of the larger macro dynamics? That's not gonna I work. do that approach isn't gonna work. Go ahead. I agree. I actually agree because if if it's the the right type of man, I would have right. no problem submitting to a man because I don't want to to be. I really don't want to have to be the head of anything. Like I grew up with my right. my grew up watching my mom have to play both the roles. I wouldn't want to do that. Right. I want to be able to rest and know that my man is handling you know right. certain business. And I understand uh, the need for a man to actually you know, be the, be the dominant one in there, um, in the, in the situation. I, I completely agree with that. I'm actually, I'm a a lot more traditional than, than I probably let on, but I think that women, black women should just, um, not date dusty beta males who make excuses. (laughs) So I think that we just shouldn't (laughs) be. Right. Yeah. We, we agree on that. And, and you know what, I had a conversation with a sister last night. She called me, um, on Messenger because she was going through something. And and this is how come I said uh that as a as a male group, we will vacate and abdicate our duties and our responsibilities to children that we bring forth. And then to make up the hedge we'll we'll create um mentorship programs. But if brothers were doing what they were supposed to do, where they're supposed to do it where they're supposed to do it, you would need no mentorship program. And the reason why I'm saying that is because she was telling me how that he has, you know, he has, you know, several different children 
um, you know, from a few different women or what or whatever the case is. And so with 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 this crop of children, he he he's a doting dad, you know, it's a great father, you know, black fatherhood. But then you got a, a whole a, a whole a, another child over here, you don't want to have nothing to do with. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I said because a lot of they act like this is a different crop of men. No, it is not. These are the same men, but what they do. The, they they assign how they how they felt about their intentions with the woman or the woman to the child. That's what they do. So if they had an intention with this woman to just use her and abuse her and use her and use her to get his sexual rocks off, and, she, and he ends up getting a mess around and get her pregnant, she brings forth the baby. Now they don't want to deal with that responsibility. And see, that's a kind of and that's how that's and the reason why a lot of these other fucking men sit here and co-sign that type, that disposition is because they walk with that ethic. And so when you walk with the ethic that he's walking with, you want to reserve the right to do that too and for it to be accepted. You see what I'm saying? As opposed to there being a uniform standard of no, irregardless of what, mm-hmm. you take care of your kids, man. And if that was the ethic, then it wouldn't matter whose sisters was choosing now, would it? Because the end result is going to be the same. The children are going to be, going to be, going, going to be taken care of. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's why I said we have this whole culture of dysfunction operating, and within that, we want to talk about submission, and, and we don't really understand what that means. And that, even like with the polygyny thing, if these dudes really understood what it, what it meant to be a husband, man, you know what I'm saying? If they really understood the, the mandate of that, they would not be lining up to do it for more than one woman because being a husband is, a, is an occupation. That is a full that is a full time job because at the end of the day, you're responsible for everything that falls under the hedge of your husbandry. And a and and a and a lot of a lot of these brothers have are not um how they gonna give you what they haven't seen? Because and that's something too, can you remember I said that I said that I think on our last show the myth of the taste white woman, I said, you know, brother talking about sisters aren't wife material, but you're not making any wives, how she gonna give you what she hasn't seen? But it's the same thing for the men. Right. How these men can't give you something they haven't seen. But what it is is you have because of this pimp worship culture, there is this disposition where they're chomping at the bit to take to take advantage of the brokenness of our people. And that's what this polygyny thing is about. You see what I'm saying? And then they'll create this whole trope talking about they was put out the home. You know, lies. That's a lie. A lot of men willingly vacated and abdicated their responsibility to the home because the shit is hard. That's why. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They're not being There's put out the home now, though. Like, right. That's, like, nobody's that's what I said. Yeah, you're not being put out of the home now. Yeah. Right. That's why I, I, told, I told him, well, what's stopping you? There was you? never you in the house. Saying? Right. What, 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 what's stopping you? It's, it's, it, it, it's, these are excuses, man, because fundamentally, especially within this, within this modern context, as men, our value systems are off. And that's why I said it's going it's gonna to start with a fundamental cultural shift. Anything that we anything that we do to empower ourselves as a collective is going to have to start there, because we can't do what is necessary as men, with, with within our mind doing it for the women and the children, if we don't view them in a fundamentally different way. You see what I'm saying? Because right now, what has been ingrained and seared within our within our subconscious as it relates to sisters is that they're they're you know whole sluts in the in the whole nine. And a, and a lot of us, because of our social conditioning, we view 
the right to behave irresponsibly when it comes to sex as a masculine right. But yet somehow if the woman does that, she's doing something wrong because she can get pregnant. Well, you can cause her to get pregnant. You see what I'm saying? I don't understand the logic of of wanting to be a man and be able to have, you know, diverse premarital sexual experiences with women Mm. and then get mad because women have sexual experience. You cannot have both. You have to choose one and then shut up about the other one. Right, but see, that's that's an effort to again, that's an effort and an effort in social subordination because what you really want to do is you want to punish the woman for being a human being. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because to have a sexual desire is human, and you want to punish human. her for giving you what you want. Right, and and a lot of them do that to exert social control. But uh, call seven one six. I'm I'm gonna have to let you go. We got another caller. I appreciate your call though. Oh no problem. I appreciate you guys. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, let me see. Let's, let's call it 207. Yeah, caller 207, I'm bringing you on. Yeah, yeah, caller. Hey, good evening. Uh, you hear me? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, hey that's what's up. That's what's up. It's great to meet you, Amari. And uh, shout out to Cynthia. Let's get started to criticism, 59. Oh, hey, constructive criticism. How are you? Hey, man, okay. just fine. Dri- driving the truck through PA. Um, I just want to say something. You know, I I ain't with the whole double standard thing, and I agree with you, Amari, because it's funny. I wanted to do what you do, but you articulated way better, so keep doing what you're doing, brother. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta uh, let these men <laughs> you gotta let, you gotta let these <laughs> men know that double standards and all this other mind games they play because. Uh, you know, growing up, I, I was always told throughout throughout my ages, and I'm only mm-hmm. 24, I'm still young, but, okay. you know, I was always told, hey, you know, see that one right there, you know, get that one and get this one. I never understood that. I was like, why you can't just buckle down and just stay with one, man? What, what's up with that? Right. You know, right. and then they get mad and want to call a woman a hoe for doing the same hoe right. shit they do. And I'm like, wait a second, you can't call her a hoe. You're doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. You know, so right. I just want I just want to speak that. You know, huh? All right. Now I'm saying that, that you know that's a that's a, a double standard, and that double standard like we get we take that cue that cultural cue from from the dominant male. Like a lot of our behavior patterns as a male group comes from the dominant male because he set he he set that template, and this is this this is why a lot of times we will look look past the ratchetness of a white woman, but then turn right around and condemn a black woman for a black woman for participating in the exact same behavior. Because the issue isn't the behavior, it is the woman and the skin color. See, a lot of these things are internalized too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That that we have you don't see nobody dragging the Kardashians. I keep I keep telling myself how the Kardashians keep getting black men. I don't understand it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like every other I, I don't understand. You know, like I'll be like, how they how they got another one? They got another one? Ah, damn. You know what I'm saying? But well, that's notice why. notice how white men are not really checking for any of the Kardashians. So it's it's really only exactly. black men who are interested in in making exactly. them into wives. Like exactly, and you know that 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 has a lot to do with it too because within the white male 
ethos, that is the worst thing a white woman can do. Because let's let's be real, the the, the Kardashians may be Armenian, but they are white. They are classified as white. They are white. They're white. You know what I'm saying? And 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 so that is that is one of the worst things you can do from the white male perspective is, is have been with a black man. A lot of that has to do with you know the, the insecurity and penis envy and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But 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 yeah, that's why they they those white men they look at the Kardashians as as ran through, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, not nah. because not because of of their hoish ways, but because they're they're engaging in that with with black men. That's why, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they always look at them as spoiled goods. That's actually one of the and Phil right. from the advice show said this, and I caught on to this a long time ago. He was like, one of the most racist questions they'll ask a white female is, "Hey, have you ever slept with a black man?" <laughs> mm, exactly. Yeah, no. They be wanting to know that. Please tell me when the yeah. fucking nigger. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. <laughs> That's how they be, man. Yeah. You know Start calling you a mud shark and all the other crap, man. But <laughs> yeah. listen, man. Amari, keep doing your thing. You know, and Cynthia, uh, uh, I commend your sister. You know, um, and uh, I just want to say, man, I'm tired of this shit, dude. Like, we need to get together, right. man. Because even right. before I came into consciousness, I never shit mm. on a black woman. I'm dark as hell. And I love the fact that you dark as hell. I love that shit. And you know, people right. always have these weird color conflicts. I'm looking at them, looking at them like, are you okay? Like, do you look in the right. mirror and say, hey, you know, I should want someone that looks just like me? What's wrong with you? You know, right. so, yeah, it's a mess, yeah. dude. But keep going. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Yeah. Right. So, um, and, and 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 yeah, so these things I think they need you know it's some it's things that need to be uh need to be talked about because like I said we've taken a we've taken a lot of cues from the white male who was dominant and that I, that was something I I told um, Zell too Kenya I told her how how you know I, like I broke it down to it because the, the white male had his dominance wasn't just relegated to to the larger society. He dominated the interpersonal workings of the society too. That's what miscegenation laws were. Mm-hmm. See, so he dominated he dominated from from your house to the White House. And because of that, submission submission wasn't a requisite for him because he has every other group subjugated and uh subjected and subordinate to him. So he doesn't he doesn't need you to to accept it. You, your very existence within within his construct facilitates its operation. So it wasn't predicated upon you, you submitting to it or not. You see what I'm saying? Submission wasn't his requisite. Now, you know, when we start talking about um, religion, a lot of the things that they push with religion, it's the, it's the exact same thing. It's, it's subjection and subordination packaged as submission. And they, they, we only see that as a, as a, uh, as a feminine trait. What's some, what, what, what's some of the other things you, you, your thoughts on it, Cynthia? Um, because yeah, like I said, I, I watched that video, man, and I watched it before, but I watched I, I watched it again, and for some reason, it really it really stuck out to me this time, <laughs> you know, like the whole exchange, I, and it 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 was it was it was hilarious. But you know what? But I got where I got where where you were coming from. I got where Zaza Ali was coming from, and I got where Sinetta was coming from because, and that's why I wanted to do a show on submission because I think. At the end of the day, within our interpersonal relationships, it's a it's a semantic issue. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we should there shouldn't be a power struggle. 
You know what I'm saying? Because as a collective, number one, we don't have any power. That's what we need to be. That's what we need to be working on. And it should be what whoever is whoever makes the 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 best decision, whatever the situation is. Like like if she, my wife, might say, I want to we we need to we need to pay this bill, this that this type of way that type. That shouldn't even be an issue because I'm the man. I'm I'm the man. You won't do what I say. You know that type of domineering thing. You see what I'm saying? I, 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 and I, I think these terms need to be uh, clearly defined and, and dissected and, you know, put within their proper context and their proper application. But what's some of your, what's some of think, your thoughts on it? I think, I think you're definitely right. They, they do need to be put in the proper, um, the proper context. And I, I think, I think it's interesting actually um, mm-hmm. that, Whenever someone asks black men what is the 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 core one of the core issues that they have with black women, they initially say submission. So I think right. that's really that's really funny. But my thing of of it is is that I think a lot of black women do and and do want to submit to to black men, and I think they will be willing to. I think that in order to submit um, voluntarily, because I think there's there's voluntary and involuntary submission, and that's when you get to right. dominance, because dominance right. means that, that you don't have a choice but to submit, you're involuntarily right. submitting. But I think right. black women would, would voluntarily submit to black men if they weren't pitching it in such, if they weren't making it appear very negative, because it's like, they're, they're, right. for the most part, there's, submit to what? They're, they're, they're not doing anything worthy of submitting to <laughs> right. it, but I think that I need to, when I do, when I do my channel, that I should probably be more specific in terms of defining the difference between the collective and interpersonal, because I like right. dominant men, um, mm. and because I like dominant men, it wouldn't be any, it, it wouldn't really be an issue to um, submit to one, but I think a lot of things that a lot of times black men don't understand that black women have not been reconditioned since the, the, the um, plantation to where we right. were always on equal level footing with them. So I think that they're not right. looking at the fact that this is a mentality now to where right. we look at, at them as our direct equals and equals right. don't really submit to each other like you you just wouldn't mm. and you certainly wouldn't submit to a self-proclaimed victim because if you're saying right. in one breath you're a victim you're powerless you can't do anything to change this system but then in the next breath you want to be you want to be uh, you want us to submit to you well that doesn't that doesn't make any sense they could at least not make excuses and say dumb stuff like, oh, the whole family is supposed to fight white supremacy. <laughs> Literally. Right. Yeah, Never. stuff like that. But you know what? I, and, this, and, and this is a thought I had, and and this is how, and because I've always been, I've always had a certain level of aversion to this idea of group economics. And, and the reason why is because, you know, some of the, some of, some of the books I've read, um, one of the main books that I read and I, and that I come from on this on this topic is uh, the Black Bourgeoisie by E. Franklin Fraser. I don't know. Have you ever read that book? Mm-mm. It's called the Black Bourgeoisie by E. Franklin Fraser. And what what group economics is? It it within a, within the capitalist capitalist setting, it is an a, an effort by the the group representative capitalists to have a monopoly on that consumer base. You see what I'm saying? And because capitalism 
in and of itself is, number one, it is an offshoot of imperialism and colonialism. And number two, it is by design and by default, it's an oppressive system. That's just what it, you know. That that's just what it is. You'll always have some form of oppression with with capitalism. So you know, I was just thinking about, it and I was like, man, you know what? As a, as a collective, right now, the only thing we lack from really making a, a re- having a real revolution and and changing this entire paradigm is is the will and the organization to do it. That's really the only thing. That's really the only thing stopping us because I think we have to acknowledge that as it stands right now, because capitalism is predicated upon consumption, the number one consumer within America, which is America is the, is the, is the, is the globe's fourth largest economy, because it's a, it's a consumer-based construct, in, in order to topple the system, and this is, this, is, this is extreme and radical, but in order to topple the system, all black people would have to do was, was refuse to consume. Mm-hmm. That's all they would really have to do. Refuse to con- refuse to consume, and if you refuse to if you refuse to consume, then you set off a chain reaction within within the global economics and the global politics. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's like, like if you really go ahead. The thing of it is, is there's so much that Black people can do, specifically Black men, mm-hmm. considering their talent and athleticism is driving the two biggest industries in this country that's making it wealthy. Um, but they don't, right. but we don't even, we don't even do that. We, win, we render ourselves powerless despite the fact that we have more resources and more wealth than our ancestors had. And we mm-hmm. have social media at our disposal and a number of mm-hmm. different other outlets and we don't do anything. So I think that, um, you know, when it applies to submission, I think that they're not considering black women are taking those things into account. The fact that there right. are a number of things that black men can do and they don't have to pick up a gun. They don't have to do anything. I think they're saying, oh, you want us to get up and fight white supremacy and they, we have guns or they have guns or whatever. It's like, yeah, but you have your talent and you have your athleticism. And if we live in a society where you're letting white men tell you whether or not you can even kneel, so you can't even do anything with your body if you want to. That's very problematic. And suggesting right. that someone submits to you just based solely on virtue of you being a man, that's another right. problem <laughs> because that's what right, they're doing. Right. They're saying submit right. that, that, because I'm a man. Right, right. right. And, 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 and that's why I said we, you know, we conflate the social, the, social, um, the social dynamics with the interpersonal dynamics because, I, like I told you, like I told that guy John, they're gonna talk about it, but they want to be equal though. But they want—that's talking about citizenship, citizenship rights. That means, mm-hmm. as that means, if a woman want to go out and buy a car, she don't have to get you to do it. You see what I'm saying? Or if she want to, or if she, or if she want to buy a house, she she don't have to wait for you. She can go do that on. Her, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't even think we understand. We don't even comprehend that. But see, the reason why these things are so important within a lot of these these brothers' mind is because we're a subjugated group. And that's, that's like why I even said in my video, why are we getting married? There was a feminist movement in China. It was a, it, that feminist movement was a component of the socialist revolution over there. And uh, those, those Chinese women were fighting for the same rights that, 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 we, that, that women over here were fighting for, but yet that didn't destabilize their household and their family. 
And the reason why is because the men ran something. The men ran something other than the women. But when your entire when the entire vein of your existence has been predicated upon you being dominant over your woman in the house, well then it would destroy your household. You see what I'm saying? Because you ain't running nothing. Well, but on, a, on an individual level, on an individual mm-hmm. level, you have men who are in relationships on an individual level with black women, and they can't even not mm-hmm. watch a football game to save their life. Because if black people just didn't <laughs> watch football games and didn't buy right. the merchandise, which we know most mm-hmm. of these are black men, and if black women are doing it, it's because black men are doing it. Right. They could just simply do that. It's like just don't right, right. watch it. But there will be dudes sitting in barber shops talking about, well, no, because this is my team and I need to support right. my team. So you're sitting in here with your woman, and you know mm-hmm. that you could both of y'all are one stop from one traffic stop from being the next hashtag. Right. But you can't even stop watching a football game. Right. And, and, and I and you know what I agree with you, but I, I'll say this too, and that's why I wasn't supporting supporting the boycott because I know niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? That that's really why I wasn't. I was like because I was just so disgusted because check this out. I remember everybody, you know, when it was fresh and it was going on, everybody was talking about yeah, we're boycotting, boycotting, boycotting. Then by the time it got to the Super Bowl, I'm seeing nothing but niggas taking at at, at Super mm-hmm. Bowl parties and stuff, celebrating and having fun. And I and don't keep now keep in mind I didn't watch this for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and, and and that's why I said man what it really requires is, is sustained economic, uh, political and social activity to really to really get something done. But a lot of a lot of times those things are 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 reactionary. There that's a reaction. We 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 don't take a proactive approach. To to our to our own liberation, and if and and you know what mm-hmm. we had a I don't I don't know if you listened to the show we had uh, last week yet Cynthia but we had a great call I did the the uh, yeah. white woman to chase right I need to watch it over but I I did yeah. I did watch it but I didn't get to watch all yeah, of that, it yeah but it was the first caller right and he he mm-hmm. he was he you know what he said he said he said black men emulate emulate white men, but they do a pretty, they, they do a, 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 a shitty job of it. He said, mm-hmm. one thing I noticed about white men is that white men, white men do what men do and don't worry and don't worry themselves about what the women are doing. And they just bring the woman along. And he said, mm-hmm. but, and, and he said, meanwhile, we, as, as black men, we do the exact opposite. We sitting here, we worried about weed, um, worried about submission. And, and, and you know what, and you know what I noticed too, Cynthia, what they do, is we will concoct a lot of these tropes talking about why well, black women are the right hand of white supremacy and stuff like this because what we want what we do is we want to align the black female with white supremacy so we can so we can say we're fighting white supremacy by proxy through fighting her you see what I'm saying? <laughs> right. This, that like like right. that is the psychology. Like we gonna she's she's aligned with white supremacy, so we got to deal with her. And by us dealing with her, we fighting white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Like that that is a deep psych psychosis. Like when you really think about it, and that's why I said a lot of them scared. I think a lot of a lot of men are scared. I think after the civil rights movement and you seeing all these people getting blown away, I think that did something. It did. You know what I'm saying? Like when I. I really do. I think. I think. I think they're scared. I think we're scared. Yeah. 
Even now, with all of these killings of unarmed black men, it's basically the new form of public lynching and buck breaking to um, scare them out of out of doing something. And the funny, the interesting thing is, is you have many times debunked um, what these these excuses that black men give and these examples that they give of how black women align themselves with white supremacy. But if you look at history, you can go back to before chattel slavery even began and look at Mm -hmm. it, and you will see numerous ways that black men have actually directly aided in the implementation of white supremacy, and those things can't even be debunked. But they're always sitting there talking about black women aligning herself with white supremacy. It's like, but why are you not looking at how you guys are still aiding yourself? If you look at most of the most prominent coons, they're black men. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Jesse Lee Peterson. But they're not looking at that. Right. Sharon and, David and, and, Clark, not, Larry Elder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, but not, you know what, not only that, too, because I, I, I remember I had this conversation with a brother on Facebook, and he said that. I said, okay, so let's run it down. Um, Marcus Garvey was set up by black men. Martin Luther King was set up by black men. Uh, Malcolm X was set up by black men. You know what I'm saying? Like on and on and on. At every at at every instance, it's at, it's actually black men who with the bullshit. The you know Moors what I'm and, and, actually helped them to establish right. white supremacy. They were black men, and and actually right. after they were laid up with white women. So you can even look at the direct um, causal link between black men with white women and maintenance of white supremacy. Right. Um, that's, that, that's, that's deep and, and, and interesting. And I'm going to look that up because I do know that there was a strong Moorish connection to um, the founding of this country, right? Am I correct in that mm-hmm. assessment? I, 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 right. Because I think... Yeah, like that's even, why they run around talking about their sovereign Moors and, and they'll go to try to go to court. I think you did a video on it talking about yeah. how silly they look. <laughs> That's where they that's where they got that from, and a lot of oh, okay, different yeah. so called conscious people push that. Right, right. You know, we got another caller, caller two hundred seven. Let me bring them on. Wait, no, wait. I think I, yeah, caller two hundred seven. I might be tripping. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, my fault. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm tripping. But yeah, but um, yeah, that's deep, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna um. I'm going to look into that, but yeah, they know, had um, they had harems of of white women over there. Mm. Like there, there's actually a movie a movie clip where I don't know what it's called, but there's like a it, it's like a white gangster movie, and they're talking about mm. how the Moors were in Spain, and I think they're talking about the Sicilians. They're talking about how the mm. Sicilians yeah. are kind of d- darker skin. And they're like, what do you think that's, and he's like, well, wh- why do you think they have dark skin? And he's like, because of the niggers, the Moors were over there having sex with white women yeah. um, right. in Spain. Yeah. So they're, right. yeah, it, it's definitely. So they they even up, call but, them like a moolie and stuff like that, right? Uh, we got, we do, we have another mm-hmm. caller this time. I know I'm right this time. All right, caller 630, I'm bringing you on. Hi, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yep. you. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Well, thank you for asking, and great show, by the way. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, so I want to speak on, you know, with black men, with, um, you know, mm-hmm. black women, you know, submitting to them. Um, here's right. my thing. I feel like it's, okay. you know, it's just crazy because when you think about it, you expect the woman to not only she has to work, 
She mm-hmm. has to take care of the kids. She has to right. clean. So she has right. to do all of these, you know, duties. Not only does she have to do her womanly duties, but she also has to do, you know, you know, in the more of a masculine duties as well, like men. Right. You know, basically right. work, help provide, things like that. And I'm just saying, like, I don't understand why black men, they expect, you know, black women to take on all of these duties, but then you want her to drop the masculinity, become feminine, and just bust it wide open. I don't get it. Right, if you're not providing the environment for her to be that type of woman that you want, then how can you expect her to be that type of woman? I just don't get it. Right, right. but you know what? And, 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 and this is the thing, too, is irregardless of whatever, you're, you're going to submit. Like, he's going to submit, you're going to submit, because submission, like I said, it's the basis for human interaction. So, like, okay, check it. Say he's sitting on the toilet, right? And he just he just mm-hmm. took a mega dump. You know what I'm saying? You standing right there by the van, and he like, "B, can you hand me the toilet paper, please?" And you hand him the toilet paper. That is an act of submission. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. let's talk about what let's deal with what they're talking about. See, because they on some other shit. What they're talking about is where. They're like they're they're like the lord of the house, like where they're they're the dominant one. They're domineering. You you're at their every beck and call, like how it used to be back in the fifties and back in the fifties and the sixties. See, back in the fifties and the in the sixties and in that time period, what they're trying, what they're pushing now, that would fly. Like women was women were doing that. I have another book. It's called and this and this is a primary source because it was written at the time that these events were taking place. It's called. Um, we are our sisters, and it it is a collection of slave narratives and correspondences between abolitionist black um, free free slave women to women that was black women that were still enslaved, right? And in one of the passages, it it, it talks like it, it, the, the the slave narrative says how. We, us women, we out here working all day with the men, and then when we and then when we come home with our husband, we cook, we clean, we tend to the children, and the men just sit around talking. You see what I'm saying? So there's a long there's a long history to this of what they're pushing, and as I said, like that used to fly. That's that's why. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like this isn't this isn't this thought process isn't taking place in, in some in some vacuum, and 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 because black men are a subjugated group. That was the family dynamic. Black women have never had the luxury of of gender roles because they've had to do both. Right. They've had to do both. Even even if the man was there, they had to do they had to do a portion of both. And because you're a dominated male and you can get strung up and lynched at any time at, at the whatever these white men want, many times they they had to be prepared to go on without you. So when we start talking about the strong, independent, independent black woman, let's stop trying to make it seem like that is that is a result of feminism. That is a result of the reality, because that has right. been her reality for, the, for from the moment we've been here. But they never want to talk about that. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Now we can say that 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 being iterated as her reality it is new, but the fact still remains that is that fundamentally speaking. That is and was her reality. What were you going to say? Right, because, you know, that's what I say all the time. Like, with mm-hmm. black men, women, black women, we're your um, yin to your yang. 
Basically, right. everything you're dealing with, we're dealing with too. But not right. only on top of what we have to deal with, we have to deal with you on top of what we have to deal with with white supremacy. So we're both right. in the same boat. We're not the enemy. We're actually right. your ally. But right. you will love on the enemy, which is the white woman, you know, basically mm-hmm. the white supremacist daughter, which I don't understand. Right. And, of course, she right. is, I would say, you know, black women, we do. We have a little masculine traits, but guess what? With that white woman, she don't have to deal with what we deal with. She don't have to deal right. with the constant racism, the sexism, you know, all the problems that black women deal with. And mm-hmm. it's like, of course, you're going to you're gonna like her better because she's not reminding you on what you're perpetuating in the community. She's reminding right. you, she's telling you, like, hey, listen, this is what it feels like to be with a woman like me. I don't have to deal with everything you're dealing with. Maybe that's why they're so attracted to them, meaning that they we don't they don't have to remind them of basically what you have created within your community. A woman who right. is, you know, unfortunately, I would say this a lot of black women, I think we we do want to be feminine, but we're not put in the space to be like that. We're put but, in but the space but who's to say? take on these masculine oh, oh. traits. Right, but who, let me let me let me interrupt right quick because who's to say you're not being feminine? Because this, right. this is something else we have to be honest about too. Because mm-hmm. a lot when they, when they talk about sisters aren't feminine enough, what they really mean is that sisters aren't European enough. Because right. this idea of feminine, this concept of femininity that they're talking about is is a rooted in Christian dogma, and b mm-hmm. it is a Eurocentric it is a Eurocentric conceptualization of what it means to be feminine. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So and 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 because of that, that that helped to 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 foment the very the very beginning of this this power struggle or what we see as as uh, the modern incarnation of this gender war. That's something that goes back even within the black even within first wave black nationalism. This was going on. This mm-hmm. was going on even within even even within. Uh, first wave black nationalism or something else too. Like see how we blame single mothers for for like the community and the delinquency of the children? That is not yeah. new. That men was doing like that, that we was doing that then. We was putting it on the women then. You see what I'm saying? like right. if if a if a woman was a single mother for whatever whatever the case was, the father not around and 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 the child was was going wayward. They were blaming on the women. The difference between then and now is is that the men had the had the wherewithal and the foresight to create institutions to help to help fill that gap. We're not we we don't do that. At, we don't do that now. You know, so right. we do not do that. What 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 are we building? And that's why I said I don't want to hear these fucking excuses. How the hell? Booker T. Washington and, and all these other men who had it harder back then could get something done, but you can't get a goddamn thing done. Right. And you got it Doesn't easier. And you have more access to, to, to you. Black men are on bullshit, man. Nobody want to talk about that, but they are. You on, we on right. bullshit. Yeah, because nobody, nobody wants to basically put their faults on the front, on front street. That's just basically right. what it is. And when you talk about single mothers, you know, I always say, that, you know, with me, I feel like I love black men. Black men is beautiful to me, gorgeous. I would never touch no other man in my lifetime, and I never have. 
So I always right. made that commitment. You know, this is my community. This is my man. These are our men. So we're supposed mm-hmm. to be there for them. We're supposed to love on them, but you don't feel the same love. It's like, okay, what's going on here? What are we supposed to do? You're telling us mm-hmm. that, you know, we should be down for you, yada, 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 but at the same time, are you down for us? I see right. black women. Right. We, we're the ones out here, you know, protesting, doing everything to make sure that our black men is getting the justice they deserve, but when something mm-hmm. happens to the black woman, nothing's going on. And I'm like, okay, there's crickets. Like, what's going yeah, on? Like, I agree. I, I agree. Right. I agree. Look at, look at what they did with Monique. Right, exactly. They ostracized her. Why? Monique, I have no clue. Right. Right. Because, you know, even if Monique, even if Monique was wrong in her assessment of, of race having to do something with it, we still should have got on code and been like, no, nah, that's racism. You see what I'm saying? Right. We Everybody still right. should have got on code. Here, but right. but 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 see that's why I keep saying pro black is synonymous with pro black male. There's no room mm-hmm. for anybody else. There's no room for black women. There's no room for black children. And the truth be told is this, and this is like I told a sister last night who called me about her situation, is the reason why there is an anti black woman, anti black single mother um a fervor going on right now is because a lot of brothers have been hazarded by child support, by the child right. support apparatus, as if that is the as if that is the woman's fault. Because at the end of the day, as a man, you do not have the right to create a child and not take care of it. I don't care how exactly. much it inconveniences you or hazards you. And this is why this is why men must walk with a certain level of discipline. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Because there's a moral say. imperative there. Right. Yeah, because that's that's one thing. That's a problem within our community. Like um, one, I think it was one, um, you know, one of your shows that I listened to about, you know, sexual Mm -hmm. abuse in the black community. And the one thing I always remember is the fact that growing up, boys, they would smack you on the butt. They would Mm -hmm. smack your bra strap. Just Mm -hmm. all types of situations that, you know, us, us women go through. And it's like, why is it okay? Why why are we not teaching our boys sexual discipline? It is ridiculous. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, keep, you know, right. just keep it in your pants. That's what I want to teach my sons. You know, son, listen, just because you have a penis, don't give you a right to try to stick it into every girl that you can talk to because that's mm-hmm. not okay. It, right. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's a real shame. And now I have to, it's like, what do I tell my daughter? Do I tell her, right. hey, listen, you know, with our own men, unfortunately, our community, you have to watch yourself a little more because this is what they're going right. to do. Mm-hmm. And it's right. like we're not teaching our boys sexual discipline and even abstinence. What is wrong with a black boy abstaining from sex until marriage? I don't understand that. Where right. is the, well, where is the um, values? Right, we don't see that as a we don't see that as a masculine trait. We don't see that as normative masculine behavior. We see we see right. that we see that as quasi effeminized behavior. See what I'm saying? Because we think that that uh, chastity and morality is a is a is a feminine quality when that is when that is not true. When that is right. that is not true. That is just as much a masculine quality as it is a feminine quality. And the fact of the matter is, is, is as a man, you are fertile and can cause a child and can cause a pregnancy 24-7, 364 days a year. You right. see what I'm saying? You're, you're more right. capable of causing a pregnancy than a woman. 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, when they have these instances of, like, it might be, like, three guys done had 30 kids with, with, with 15 different women, they act like the women so wrong. But you, they don't say shit about the men because they see that behavior that the men engage in and that's normal. But the only people who we know know for sure who, that, who, that, who, who they were sleeping with and who everybody was sleeping with was the men. Right. The exactly. man knew who he was sleeping with. Right. You know what I'm saying? The women might have not have known. You know. You see what I'm saying? That's why, and that's why I said it, this is it's it's a part of it's a part of the socialization and where we are right now. And so and so long as as that is the dynamic, you'll always have a certain level of of dysfunction within the family dynamic. It, that because that's not something new, man. Back in the fifties and sixties, even when even when brothers was getting married, they was making single mothers. They have, they have, check this out. The Supreme Court case, I think it's King v. Smith in Alabama, which was the case that got the man in the law rule took it, you know, stricken off the books as it pertains to welfare, was a case where you had a man who had nine children with his wife laying up and laying up and cavorting with another woman who had who had three kids. One of her husbands died early. She had two kids from him. The other, the, the the other, the other guy who was a who was a common law husband, he had a, she had a child from him. He deserted, and now you had this other guy, this other black man who had a family with nine kids, on mm-hmm. other on the other side of town, sitting up here laying up with this woman. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Wow. That's that's why I keep saying they they can say what they want. Men create single mothers. That's why child support is there. Exactly. That's why child support is there, waiting to put you on waiting to put you on child support. Waiting in the wings to put you on child support because your behavior is creating the single mother. The system understands exactly. that, and because there is a sociological uh, profile, they have to tell them that if a man isn't in this child's life, all these adverse things are going to take place and still burden the system. They're coming after you, mm-hmm. exactly. but yet somehow exactly. you're telling me she need to keep her legs closed. No, you keep right. your pants up. Right. You see exactly. what I'm saying? Just like. Yeah, because just like when, with for instance, NBA players, like, I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that no, none of the white NBA players are going out, you know, conversing with any woman and, you know, having sex with them and impregnating them, but we are seeing a high number of NBA players where they always got some type of baby mama drama, and they are married, and not just be like, you know, this is a shame. Why would you put yourself at risk like that? You're risking not right. only your your family, you're, you're risking your wife, because she can have mm-hmm. some, you know, CDs, you're bringing it home to her. And then at the same right. time, you're risking your livelihood. That does not make sense to me. So it's like when when do men think on things before they penetrate, you know, women? You can't expect right. you to find every woman you sleep with is going to have some moral compass. Oh, well, you know, I'm not going to go after you. I'm not going to put you on child support, yada, 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 because let's be right. real. You know, there are some of those hood rats out here. And I'm not going to right. stay here, and I'm never going to take up for those because I can't stand females like that. But at the end of the day, when are you going to tell yourself, listen, I don't want to risk my job, my my money. Mm-hmm. I want to risk my reputation. I mean, it, it's a lot. And it's like, you know, what is going on in our community where, you know, this is normal behavior. It It, it is, right. like, ridiculous. And it's like... I just think to myself, because I am married, and I, I just tell myself, you know, one day, if I get divorced, would I feel safe dating 
anymore right. because what 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 am I going to find? What what is right. what is out here? You know, waiting for you once you get back into the dating world. So the, you know, right. that's all I wanted to say. Um, okay. Well, thank you guys so much for taking my call. All right. Thank, thank some you betas are waiting on the dating scene. <laughs> I just have to say that. Right. Right. I mean, and and that's why I say that that and this that's like I said in my video too. Uh, um, Cynthia was the, it, it, nobody's telling these men what they're doing is wrong. Nobody nobody is saying that. Nobody is saying the behavior you're engaging in is wrong. Everybody is deferring to the women. You see what I'm saying? And that's and, why and, and it's trash when, because it's like you're right. you're again it's like how are you saying that you can't even control wh- what you do with your dick but mm-hmm. submit to me? Right. Right. And 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 you know what? It, it, because let's be clear on a couple of things. And this is something I like to do. I like to you know dissect terms. Nat, what is natural, what is normal, and what is functional. These terms, these terms might be similar, but they are different and distinct. What is natural does not mean um, it's not the same thing as what is normal, and, it, and what is normal is not the same thing as what is functional. Because the fact of the matter is, is that any behavior can be normalized. Any behavior can be normalized. The the brutalization of of black people is normalized with, with within a system of white supremacy. It's normalized because we we become desensitized to the human meaning of, of what that really means to brutalize some some a person based on based on a construct like race. So it's a normalized behavior, and the the way we normalize the sexual behavior of of men. That that is is what is considered normal, but that does not mean it is functional or natural. That does not mean that. Now, I was having a discussion with a with a brother. I think the day before yesterday, we were talking about polygyny, and he said that is he said that it's normal to desire more than to desire more than one woman. It it's a it's a natural thing to be attracted to whatever you're attracted to, right. but. Because we have a higher cognitive ability and we aren't slaves to our our baser animalistic animalistic impulses, we understand discretion. Because check this out. It is natural, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to take a dump. But you're not gonna just walk in the middle of your house and take a dump right there on the goddamn floor. You see what I'm saying? Because you're not an animal. Because you have a higher cognitive capability to understand, I need to use discretion with this, so I'm going to the commode and I'm a, and I'm a wipe myself when I'm finished. You see what I'm saying? And so that same 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 thought press thought process applies when it comes to sex. And this is why I come. I keep saying there is no such thing as just sex. You can have a casual approach to sex, but sex is not casual. You can have a casual approach to it, sure. You can have a casual approach to murdering somebody. You see what I'm saying? And that's like, can you remember that time we had the child support show and the guy was talking about how human behavior, humans have, have always used sex as recreation? I understand that. But humans have, have always used murder as, as, as recreation. But that doesn't mean there's not a moral component there. 
You see what I'm saying? This speaks to the level of of um, desensitizing that has, ta- has taken place when we talk about these types of issues. You see what I'm saying? Well, and, because go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that it's like with eating. Um, you know, obviously you have to eat. It's a natural, normal, biological drive. But at the same time, most people are not going to just eat anything. They're not going to go eat a dead rodent or go right. dumpster dive to eat. Most people are not doing that. They exercise um, discretion in terms of what they put in their mouth. So I find it hard to exactly. believe that you can exercise discretion for one biological craving, but you act like you can't with, other, with, with another one. Exactly. It, exactly. Exactly. We got, you know what? We got another caller. Caller 612. I'm bring you on right quick. I'm bringing you on. Yeah, hello? Yes, sir. Good evening. How are you all doing? Hey, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, I just want to say it's a great topic you guys have been discussing, and I really enjoyed some of the points you brought up. Um, all right. I could just it. add. Uh, I just want to say, if you're going to look at this, it's going to depend on your worldview in the sense that this idea of people being in a monogamous marital relationship mm-hmm. where it's just one man and one woman, that is a right. that is a basically a Christian idea. Right. It, right. Because the only reason we have that framework in America is because this has been traditionally a Christian country. If you look at most mm-hmm. cultures worldwide, whether they be in Asia, the Middle East, in Africa, other religious ideas like in Islam, even Judaism, uh, it's very common for men to have multiple wives. You know, this idea that a man has to be with one woman only, that is a strictly Christian idea. Almost every other culture embraced the idea of men having a multitude of women. And so, if you if, in, in, in another culture, hold on, hold on, because I, I I understand what he's saying, but there's a caveat to that, and I, I and the obvious caveat caveat is the man's ability to sustain those women, correct? Exactly, absolutely, but also with that okay. comes in the ability of the man to be able to get the women in general, and that's what's in. You're mm-hmm. right when you say that, because think about it. For example, when it comes to most men in general, unless you're like mm-hmm. a really good looking guy. Most guys, it, it, it's, it's a struggle or it takes efforts to be able to get a woman to have sex with you in the first place. But what is the right. thing for a lot of guys? As they get older, or in the case of like an NBA player, once you come into a lot of money, all of a sudden you become much more desirable to women, and you've got women lining up to be with you. And so right. the same applies to even married men, because when they were, let's say they may have got married in their early 20s when they didn't have a lot of money. Now when they get mm. to 35, 40, they've been working, maybe they got a business, all of a sudden they got some money, they got a nice car, they have, they have a little bit of status. Now all of a sudden they're more desirable to women. Because when it comes right. to women, women are not just attracted to good-looking men. Women are also attracted to men that have money. And if you're a man that has something, you become that more desirable to men and they'll line up for you. So women it boils down to resources. Not to cut you out, but it's about resources. If a woman sees a man and he has a bunch of resources, i.e. he's an athlete, athlete or whatever, of course a bunch of women are going to flock to him because he has resources. And now they're in a competition for resources. Right. Yeah, there's nothing wrong I with agree. That. That, that. That's that's a genetic trait that women have because genetically women are hardwired to look for a mate who can provide for her and her children. That's a genetic thing. That's not. I'm not it's saying a, that women are wrong a, to think that it's way. A it's just that's not Actually, exactly, exactly. So women, like for example, women can see a guy now that they may think is an ugly guy, but then if that guy rolls up in a brand new Mercedes and she finds out he's got a hundred thousand cash in his pocket, she's automatically, without even realizing, she'll subconsciously all of a sudden be more attracted to him. 
and she'll be more yeah, willing to do stuff. Like that. Oh, it's true. Right. It, it's been proven through but, a lot but, of but studies. But you know what? Studies. But I, don't, I don't know about it either. I don't know if I agree yeah, with that yeah, either. I, 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 I've seen many of them and haven't. But hold on. Let me say this, though. I think because when we talk about – because I was just talking about what is – you know, the difference between what is natural, what is normal, and what is functional, because within this, this current polygyny and, mon- and monogamy debate, there's been this, this push to want to make polygyny it more of a natural occurrence than monogamy, and, and, and that's not true. That is not true. Monogamy is just as, a, is just as natural as polygyny. You no, know what I'm saying? Both of them are, hold, hold on, hold on. Both of them are exercises in heterosexuality. Now, if you want to say that even because let, let's go let's let's go before there was any such thing as religious concepts. Let's go to the the, the hunter gatherer period of human development. Most most hunter gatherer societies were polygynous. I agree with that. How how did they how did the dynamic switch and they became monogamous? Because monogamy actually predates religion. No, monogamy does not predate religion at all. Prior to religion, yes, if you're talking about in hunter-gatherer societies, it was the most dominant, most physically strong male got to have sleep with as many females as possible. That's how it worked. There was no such thing mm-hmm. as a marital relationship like we know it today. This idea of a right, man but- and a woman being in a covenantal relationship, that is a strictly Christian Muslim Jewish type of idea. I have a quick Outside question that, for oh, context. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Cause I, I, let me, hold on one second. Let me finish this. That is not true. Man, the, oh, what's the your first, evidence for otherwise? The, the, hold, hold on, I'm going to tell you. The way because because there's something that is higher than religion, and what we're talking about that's higher than religion is science. And the way you the way hunter gatherers begin to practice monogamy is because of STIs and STDs. And see within within closed hunter gatherer societies. Polygyny, polygyny was more functional because it was closed. But as humans began to develop and the human family tree began to began to expand, polygyny became more problematic because the STDs and STIs began to spread. And so, as a survival mechanism, hunter gatherers became monogamous because the monogamous couples were able to evade the STD epidemics and STIs epidemics. And that and that is how we got polygamy. I mean, monogamy it had nothing to do with religion. I, I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry to tell you, brother. That, that's just that's simply not true. I'm just I'm sorry to tell it's you. It's true, that. man. That is true. No, I'm sorry. That is true. That is, that is, that is that's not that's not true. Where I'm, is this evidence that it's is. not true? Like no, cite your source to where you found that okay, it's not well, true. Well, for example, I mean, I'm not. I don't say to someone just off the cuff. I mean, I went to the University of Michigan. I studied anthropology. And so when you talk mm-hmm. about human behavior throughout history. Humans, prior to what we know today as mass organized religion, it basically became the strongest got the most, got the spoil of war, if you will. And so whatever man that had the most power in a particular group, wherever they may be, a small village or, you know, what we would consider a small town of a group of people, the dominant male got to have his choice of how many women he could be with. Oftentimes, if the man, in, let's say that there was a weaker man in the group that happened to have a relationship with a certain woman, the dominant male in that group would go and still be able to have sex with that man's woman. And it would be understood. That's how many cultures operated. That happened all the way. Right. That, that, that's how, that's, so how, that, that's that, how many cultures operated, but that's not how all of them operated because you had some hunter-gatherer societies that were, fe- that were 
matrilineal and, and matrifocal. This, because that this is how you get polyandry. Because polyandry is just as old as polygyny. It's just it's it's it's, it's, it's within the yeah, same but, but, human. It's a, it's within the same human family tree behavior. This is what I'm saying. Right, but, but Monogamy that's, that's is just minority. as much a natural behavior as polygyny. Yeah, no, it's not a natural behavior. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying that there weren't cultures that did that. There were some cultures that did that, but let's be clear. Those were the exception, not the rule. The overwhelming majority, I'm talking about 95%, not only engaged in what we define as polygamy, they didn't even believe in this idea of marriage in the first place. It was basically whatever man who was able to get as many women as he could, he did it. Oftentimes, it was through physical violence. Because let's remember, it's only recently that women were considered to even be, have such thing as rights or any kind of value whatsoever. For the majority of human history, women have been viewed as property, no different than cattle. I mean, so that's what it right, was. But that, but that, that, only, look- that only goes back that that only goes back six thousand years, brother. That only goes back six thousand years. You're talking about patriarchy. Before, but you had. What do you mean? We're, we're talking that, about. We're, I'm talking about. Oh, no, what do you mean I, because about, if we talk about religion, about do we, we do realize that 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 it was the female who started religion. Female started religion. Not well, men. It depends what religion. Not, not religion. every not every religion. Like for example, Islam was clearly started by men. That's not even debatable. No, brother, you you you're not you you missing what I'm saying. This was after this was after the, this was after the paradigm shifted to an androcentric paradigm. But because and this and this is something too. I, I have the book. Uh, I forgot his name. Andrew Petrie. When we talk about uh, the origin of civilizations, we can trace the origin of religious concepts and religious thoughts through food production. Because now when we start talking about the hunter-gatherer societies, let's be clear on one thing. The hunters were the men, the women were the gatherers. There is a reason that superstitions and religious concepts revolve around harvest and harvesting and gathering. That is the feminine aspect. Now hold on, because let's, let's get into the Bible a little bit. Because what was, what was the difference between Cain and Abel? Abel, Abel was what? What did Abel deal with? He I mean, dealt with Abel animals, was, right? Uh, he was a shepherd, right? And then Cain was a farmer. Right. And, and, Cain, and, Cain de- and Cain dealt with what? He dealt with grain. So Cain right. is, represent- is representative of the gatherer, and Abel is, rep- is representative of the hunter. You see what I'm but saying? That, that, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a male-female dynamic in that case. That has to do with Hebrew culture because, let's remember, the Hebrews came from a nomadic kind of a Bedouin-type culture like right. we would know today, in which they were primarily known as shepherds and the whole cultivation of, you know, domesticating animals and so forth. And that was what right. their thing is. Right. They viewed, because they viewed because agriculture all see, that, that's as, a, as just a city thing. Too. Because, because that's different. something that, that's, can, that's can something else Can I just insert just one thing in go, really quickly? Yeah, go ahead. If Cynthia. he's yeah, going go by what he learned in anthropology, you're not going back far enough because I've also taken anthropology. I've also graduated from, from um, college, so I happen to know that they only go back so far for anthropology. So you have to be relegating it to the past 6,000 6, years, possibly right. less than that. <laughs> because we studied hunter-gatherers in, in right. um, anthropology, and they never went back further than <laughs> 6,000 Because that's all, that's all we can go back, because prior to 6,000 years, unless you can present to me archaeological evidence, written accounts, something that we can show, you're just basically speculating what happened. Nobody knows for sure. Then you can't substantiate your argument. Then what do you, you mean? I'm, 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 basing my, I'm basing my argument on the known historical account of mankind. Based and then on just based on the past you're, 6,000 you're basing your years, argument but on, you can't tell him he's wrong. 
Oh, so, right. ma'am, then, so, ma'am, you're basing your argument on a hypothetical that no one knows, that you're speculating it. I'm based on what we do know about the past. I'm not basing it on a hypothetical. I'm saying your information no, no, you, you is said relegated to 6,000 6, years. years. Right. People were existing before 6,000 years. Yeah, the but white we don't have any historical account. But we don't According have any you, historical you records. Okay, so, ma'am, can right, you show but me but an example then you, should then you should pitch it as a then you should then you should pitch it as a speculation and a theory. Then you should pitch it as a theory I'm not, I'm not pitch fact, because you're telling him I'm, he's wrong, but you don't have the information beyond six thousand years at least. And we don't even he, know if okay. the information he they told you in anthropology he, was six thousand years. He doesn't have he doesn't have any right. information prior to six thousand years either. Him and I are looking at the same data. Unless you're telling me that he has evidence from prior to 6,000 years ago, that's different. But based on what we're talking about, But the about, difference is you're stating yours as fact, but you're, but so, you're arguing yours as fact. Yeah, I'm stating it's, it's he's, he's stating, he's making well, arguments based on facts. We're, we're let, talking let, about let me ask you this. I wish I, what, I, what I, I, wish, I wish I had, I wish I had the source, but I, 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 I have a P, I had a PDF. I don't have time to go through it because we're down to the last Well, I wish you guys would stop wasting time talking about hunters or gatherers. You're not hunting anything. <laughs> I'm not gathering anything. You're not living in the same world. You don't have any I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the one that brought that up. Down, down he, he's the one that brought up our society. I remember him. He was the, he was, me and him got into it, got into it a little bit about Trump. What's your name again? Well, you need to mute him because he's not the one that I wish I would have been able to be in that. I wish I could have. Yeah. I wish I could have been in the one about. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me be clear about something. The, the, it's, huh. it's the brother on the line that brought up the issue of hunter gatherers on the other point. I didn't bring any of those. I was just responding to the points he brought up. Just clear. I'm not the, the one that went down this whole other route. To the point, you cannot, you cannot expect to have the same lifestyle that a dude did six thousand years ago. Everything so is so, so, so don't right. don't, don't, don't address it to me. You, don't address today, it to me. He's the he's the one that he's brother. the one. I I I I, I muted him. Yeah, yeah good, good conversation. He always called up with stuff. He always he when I on that Bill Cosby show he called up talking about. But but see, we I have I have the PDFs and 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 that is the earliest the earliest instances that modern scientists can. Um, Quantify the origin of monogamy, but the fact of the matter is, is that monogamy is is just as much a natural occurring um, human behavior than than polygamy. Polygamy is because, like, if we want to, let's not act like the human uh, psychological emotional connection is something new. You see what I'm saying? Because now we now we have to now we have to enter in love. You see what I'm saying? And see, that's what they try and do. They they try and relegate it to a religious thing. Now, I think he's black. He seems he, well, last time he I talked. Like, he sounds like he's white, and his his desire yeah, he, to constantly call in and correct you because I've listened to your other thing, but he does try to call yeah, in. He was and a, correct you a lot. I I'm suspecting right. he's white. Yeah, he might be, but because I because I, I well at that time when I when I uh, had had it out with him about um. Uh, he um he said something about we, so I was like, well, is he black? I, you know what I'm saying? But at first, when I first interacted with him, I, I said, this is a white guy. You know what I'm saying? Because he definitely he sound, sounds, like, he a sounds like a white man. Right. 
Right. And and then you know he's talking about like the physical violence. And and Kenya, that's a good point you made. It it, it it's irrelevant. You can't have a lifestyle that that men back then had. Okay, you just can't. He's talking no, about man. the caveman culture. That's what he's talking exactly. about. So that's what that's what I was going to say. Where they would they they just go hit the woman over the head and, and take her in the, and, and, and take her in the cave and all that. Yeah, man. Like you know what I'm saying? They always and, and, want to and, talk and, about and, what happened in civilizations a very long time ago, and it's really right. disrespectful to try to compare us to women who were not even allowed to be citizens, who were not even allowed to have feelings and emotions and for anybody to care right. about that. To try to put One us thing. in the same role that those women were before they were even considered human and were still considered property, you must be out of your mind. <laughs> you know, but, but that's the a, that's only, a the only of group of people patriarchy. who the only the only group of people who relegated um someone to cattle would be the group of people who are historically known for relegating humans as cattle. And that sounds like right. to a white person. <laughs> yeah, that's and it's crazy yeah, that's because a, they'll, um, talk about, they'll talk about polygyny like, well, the women thousands of years ago didn't mind. You know, it wasn't about whether they minded or not. That goes back to the whole thing about submission. I honestly right, think that's, that that's why that's why I had to ask him. That's why I had to ask him. Well, where did where did where did uh, polygamy come from? Because that's just as old as polygyny. You see what I'm saying? That's that's just as old. And see what when we when we talk about patriarchy, we're only talking about as far as six thousand years back. And, and 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 at one point in time, the, the, the world was gynocentric. Andro, androcentrism is new. It is it, it is it is recent. It's recent. And the earliest religious religious concepts were 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 created by by females. They were created by women. You know what I'm saying? They were created by women, man. And, and that's something that we can trace. They can trace that through the food production. There's a reason why religious concepts center around grain and harvest. There's a reason why. You see what I'm saying? The men didn't deal with that. The women dealt with, like, with the the the, the, the making of bread and flour and stuff. The women did that. That was something that the gatherers did. And the and the and the gatherers and the gatherers were female. The men were hunters. You see what I'm saying? And and that like and and I even had this discussion too with a couple of Hebrews. Um, when we when we talk about the, you, the the earliest God concept that you're taught that or that you know of is something that you were taught. It's something that you were taught. You know what I'm saying? But but you know that we we actually went over on the stream. That's a conversation <laughs> for another day. That's a whole other can of worms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was but, gonna say um, he's he's ignoring the history of arranged he's he's ignoring the history of arranged marriages in certain countries right. in which the man wasn't in an arranged marriage with multiple women, and some of right. them still have arranged marriages, and you still had to be they were still arranging them by one man and one woman. Right, because you know, like even 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 within the, within mm-hmm. the, Is, the Islamic world, most 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 of the men practice monogamy because they can't afford more than one wife. That's why. That's why I asked him that. That's why I said, "What well, the caveat is, what what the man can afford, and what and what he and what he's able to take care of, right? Because most 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 uh, men within the Islamic world practice monogamy because they simply can't afford more than one wife. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So 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 that this thing where they just acting like it's some smorgasbord over there. No, it don't go like that. 
You know what I'm saying? But um, that's been this episode of the of the, the Great Liberators Radio Show, the, the true uh, meaning of submission. We had the the home girl Cynthia G in here. You know what I'm saying? Throwing the intellectual mm-hmm. fist of cuffs. Yeah, Kenya in here coming in at the last minute. You know, putting homeboy in check. That's what's up. So uh, yeah, you know, that, yeah, that's been is. this. Yeah, that's been this episode. I appreciate everybody for calling. Listen, we had a lot of callers tonight, so that's what's up. All right, so um, no, we'll we'll do it again. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll right. probably call in for a little bit of in, input um uh, on on the the next one. I know you're gonna have a, another guest caller, so I don't expect to be that. Yeah. But just like I'll be a regular caller. Okay. Because right. that seems like a good topic. Yeah. All right. All right. Good night, y'all. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Great Liberator. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.